Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. Reg's hair is being weird. My hair is being weird. <laughs> Mine looks like I'm Cinderella, like I'm going to prom or to something. To the ball. Accompany uh, Cinderella to the ball before a pumpkin shows up. Oh, I know. My little top knot. We're talking about hair, but we're talking more importantly. Equally as importantly, hair is important, but yeah. we're going to talk some Ring of Honor. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. I can't believe it's already the middle of June. It's June 15th. Time. We're on the other half of the year. This is crazy. We've got Forbidden Door around the corner. Impact mm-hmm. has like a pay-per-view and a special every other day. Every week, yeah, it's, uh, it's we all got- the time. All in. We got all out. We've got Death Before the- Dishonor. Death we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which... What a rib is in my home state and I can't go, uh, which is such a bummer, but mm-hmm. shaping up to be a fun little pay-per-view if they go the direction that we're thinking. But guys, get in those super chats, get in those humper chats, talk to us about what you thought about tonight's episode of Ring of Honor and what you're thinking about for Death Before Dishonor as mm-hmm. well. We thank you guys so much for being here. But before we dive in, Reg, how are you? How are we doing I'm- today? I'm having a pretty nice day today. Got uh, did some Ask Rhapsody today. So if you are subscribed to uh, Fightful Select, definitely check that out. Phil and I got into some uh, very cool topics. There's been a lot of talk today about some of Phil's favorite guys. So made it a little bit easier. But uh, yeah, uh, fun Ring of Honor show. Uh, wrestling has been very fun. So that's pretty much all I can say. How about you? How many podcasts have you done today? <laughs> this is my first <laughs> one of the day. Wow, right. only one cake. My fifth one of the week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but we're having fun because I love talking Thursday nights because I love talking Ring of Honor. But yeah, Chicago yeah. Phil's besties stirring it up Just again. Always. Maybe maybe not stirring it up as much as some people might have thought. But there are like details. you don't even know what it was stirring up what at this point. Like we're judging up on stuff. We don't even know that they're stirring up. There was a controversial interview. And this is how controversial it is. It hasn't even been released. And we're talking about how controversial it is. We don't know what was said in it. But we're going to find out. Yeah. What a coincidence that that happens to be the same 
week as Collision debuting, but surprise, shocking, <laughs> the day shocking before. Stuff. I don't know how we got that. It was a scheduled tweet. <laughs> what a what a what a coincidence! But guys, head over to FightfulSelect.com for more on that on on Chicago Phil on Ask Rhapsody mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many other scoops. There's a lot coming down the news. There's more contract news coming up. Plenty of stuff at FightfulSelect.com, including a nice feature on Nick Camarado, which I think got released publicly for free, but initially was a Fightful Select little scoop ski. So mm-hmm. head over there, get all of all of the good stuff. And we're going to talk about Nick Camarado in a little bit, but we've got some chats that are coming in already, which we appreciate. I love this. You guys are so awesome to us that even when people couldn't watch, they still come to hang out. We've got the technical wizard, uh, Chris Mueller, chiming in all of your Bleacher Report needs, saying, couldn't watch live. Mm-hmm. What was the best match? I think it was Mark Briscoe and Anthony Henry for me. That was a, I like a, that match. Yeah. Yeah. That was a hard hitting one. My favorite story is probably this. Dark Order and uh, Righteous Story, I, w- I would say. But mm-hmm. and d- any differing opinions on that? Did, was there another match that you liked? Uh, I like. I think I like the main event, the the for the trios championship with the uh, top flight and them going in because a lot of a lot of them got to get their stuff in. I don't know, really know if I like the result, but I like that match. Yeah, that was a, a really good match too. I think Brian Cage is the most in his element that we've seen him, which I definitely mm-hmm. appreciate. Ricardo still no surname, always chiming in, saying, missed the whole show, got to see it after this. Overall, I feel like this was a good episode. It wasn't yeah, great. That's it. No. It wasn't outstanding, but a lot of the wasn't complaints the worst, that I wasn't have, the best. It was like, okay, this is good. We got some champions. Mm-hmm. We got some good in-ring action. We've got, I feel like this women's division, man, is is absolutely fire. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see that, but... Um, let's start off with, we get two quick promos, nothing huge to write home about, but mm-hmm. our first match of the night is your ROH world TV title, uh, between Samoa Joe and Matt Seidel, very fun opener, mix of styles, but ultimately going the way that you would expect Samoa Joe beating Matt Seidel with a huge muscle buster. Yeah. Seidel's such a fun dance partner for him, not only because of the clash of styles, but because things like a scoop slam or whatever mm-hmm. Samoa's Joe is laying in them big boy moves. It looks mm-hmm. really good because Matt Seidel is smaller and knows how to sell. Yep. My only kind of complaint with this, and I don't know if you're even going to care because it came from the 19-match marathon while you were out <laughs> schmoozing with a willow and sitting uh, in the media section, but... Sorry. It felt like... <laughs> No, you're not, and you not shouldn't sorry. be. You Absolutely not. Sorry, I love you. Every ounce of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they they had set up this really fun angle of if Matt Seidel can pin either Zack Saber Jr. or Samoa Joe, um, he could get a TV title shot. And there was okay. kind of a, an in ring story too of like, well, what if Christopher Daniels is the one to pin him? Is he going to give it to Matt Seidel? Like, how does this work? And then they didn't win. And then Matt Seidel <laughs> cut a promo and, and gets a title shot anyway. Now, I pick Nits because ROH is, to me, the most logical, clean program in the world. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's part of what I love about it is that um, we don't get logic gaps like this, but it kind of erased the stipulation of that. And to me, that tag match was one of my favorite matches they've done under the new ROH umbrella. So that was a little iffy, but I loved the match that we got. Um I'm intrigued to see where this goes at Death Before Dishonor. Yeah. Because there's a couple of directions it could go. But what did you think of our opener? And then we'll speculate wildly. 
Um, this was a really fun match. I think Matt Seidel, to your point, uh, Matt Seidel selling combined with Samoa Joe's destroying ass moves looked <laughs> great. I swear that power slam was just like, oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just so close to the mat. So many things could go wrong, but these are like two exceptionally good professional wrestlers that know how to control this. Samoa Joe just looked angry. I don't know if he's looked angrier or Samoa Joe's always when's he not angry, but I don't know. He's he says an extra little something. Maybe he's like, I got this TV show coming out. I got to show these guys like I'm worth something. So he's really beating guys up a great showing going into this weekend's collision match. You know what I mean? Big match, big showcase. Another thing to show that, you know, who Samoa Joe is going into that match, going into knowing he's going to be, in the ring with CM Punk. I'm really excited about how he's going so far. But yeah, really fun opener, I thought. Uh, I didn't know that little piece because I haven't went back and watched the 19-match marathon. That is pretty interesting that he fought for something, and then he was just like, ah, who cares, man? Give me a shot next week. And they're just like, all right, cool, go for it. <laughs> and the follow-up promo wasn't bad, but it, it feels like one of my consistent complaints is that we haven't been getting stories, and we had... True. Zack Sabre Jr. setting up his his cunning little plan, mm -hmm. executing that plan perfectly, and then them just foregoing it. Uh, that match is one of the few that in that 19 match marathon you should check out because the, the yeah. storytelling was incredible in it, um, especially for where it looks like we might be heading with Samoa Joe and Zack Sabre Jr., yeah. The Island Boys, baby. Good. But, and also these there. new Forbidden Door developments. I'm like, I thought maybe Samoa Joe, but it's not looking like it, but things could change. I don't know. So let's actually tap into that because I I think there's a really fun ZSJ AEW crossover tour here where you could yes. do uh, Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door. Mm -hmm. You could do Samoa Joe at Death Before Dishonor. Again, mm -hmm. would be the oh, true, true, true. biggest yeah. rib if they did that while it was in my backyard and I couldn't oh, go. Oh. And then Z ZSJ and Danielson at Wembley. I mean... That would not make me mad. Nice at tour all. you got going on here, Kate. I'm liking what you're talking about. Okay, However, yeah, yeah. Death Before Dishonor could be the match that they have. And then Danielson and Zack Sabre at Wembley is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not, yeah. not shabby. <laughs> However, it feels like Mark Briscoe is mm -hmm. kind of waiting in the wings for this. Now, you could. Feels like it. Have Zack Sabre Jr. lose, but Samoa Joe with the New Japan title feels off to me. It feels that like doesn't you, feel right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it feels like you want Joe to lose because if I, my guess is he's going to be working Collision regularly, so you, mm -hmm. he doesn't necessarily have to have this. Um, maybe it's not title for title. Maybe it's it's just two of the best TV champions there are. A lot of directions you can go with that, but it, it feels like Mark Briscoe should be your next TV champion. I think so. From 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 my gut, right? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, for the for the ROH TV championship and the story that we'll get into eventually in the Mark Briscoe match, feels like he's the one that's destined to do to be the one to dethrone him. And so I don't know if because I don't really see Zack Sabre Jr. as the Ring of Honor TV champion either. I don't know if that would be the right way to go. So yeah, now that we're out of the studio, I feel like that's a little bit tougher. Like if right. you if he just needed to show up for tapings and he's like, I got four defenses, mate, and you're good mm -hmm. to go for mm -hmm. like a month, that's an entirely different ballgame. But now that we're live again, I don't know if that's that's the right pivot. So maybe it's it's a non-title 
thing, but they, they yeah. kind of lean pretty heavily into this TV title champion also, thing. Yeah. So, mm. so we'll see. But I, I feel like it's Mark Briscoe's to take. It's his destiny. Mm-hmm. He's talking that shit later in the match. Yeah, though. yeah. I love this night. little after match promo. He's like, I'm going to whoop your ass or whatever he said. I was like, yeah, that's that shit. <laughs> he's just, he's so, I keep saying like my favorite thing with wrestlers when they like find their identity, it's like the thing that makes them unrepeatable. Like mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing is when a wrestler taps into the thing that makes them like the most them and any artist, music, yeah. anything. Um, the unrepeatable magic is is just so delicious when someone finds it. And Mark Briscoe is one of the most unrepeatable. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't TV you characters. can't clone. There's not another Mark no. Briscoe like. There's some guys on the indies even that kind of do the same kind of character. You know, like backwoodsy good old country boy but no one with this like like, lovable underbelly like exactly yes it's like you know there's never been a moment i've been a briscoe's friend fan since legit 2001 that i've ever hated them like they've always given off that like even when they were heels it was like damn these are some badass country boys right here you know so (laughs) yeah there's something uh there's like a special tension between how lovable he is and how uh aggressive and, and badass he is that's a yes a really really fun thing but before we get to mark briscoe we got a whole bunch of show to talk about mm-hmm. including this nick camarado versus deimos match deimos with teal piper in his corner mm-hmm. um this was an interesting one because i feel like we're actually seeing some growth out of nick camarado this was not yes. like my favorite match in the whole wide world mm-hmm. but we do get camarado winning he's got his feet on the ropes for I think it was an Alabama Slammer here. Um, it, it's there's always going to be matches when something's this match heavy and two hours long that feel a little superfluous. But keeping in mind the intention of ROH is probably to help bring some of these guys along a little bit. I think this was a, a really good showing for Nick Camarado. I think we're seeing escalation of the ways that he works heel, and we're seeing improvement in the ring, and that is awesome. Uh, shout out again to that feature that Sean wrote on him that hit home mm-hmm. as someone with a severe ADHD. Uh, mm-hmm. It was very nice to read about someone succeeding and thriving in his life who has it. Uh, but a, a good match and a good showing from Deimos too. You know, it was kind of fun to have two big boys going at it here. Any mm-hmm. thoughts on this? Yeah, I'll say not my favorite match. We know how what kind of matches Righteous Reg like. So I was like, interesting choice over here. But I Nick do Colorado, the one thing. The spot Fu King, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the Spadora. Um, there's a kind of a, a, a string of things that happens in this episode where it's like there's some new people kind of getting shine. There's a women's match in here that's interesting coming up here where it's like it's not competitors that we see it's it's competitors that we've seen before but they're establishing them as being someone to watch out not just like the the job people or the people that are here to make anybody else look good so for you know nick camarado to come over here and start establishing himself away from whatever he used to be doing i can't even remember what nightmare factory or qt stuff whatever to separate from that and establish himself i think this was a good showing i like to see some better things going forward but you know investing in the future is always cool yes and i think um you know it's funny i i feel like wwe has turned into in baseball you have single a double a triple a majors right it's like nxt is kind of that double a triple a area and they have level up which is not a tv product and is fully developmental and then you have the non-tv side of it 
don't really have that cast system in the AEW world yet. And that you might be getting Claudio Castagnoli, Mm -hmm. or you might be getting this really, let's call it a developmental match for Nick Camarado. So yeah, I mean, going from Samoa Joe and Matt Seidel to this is like, (laughs) whoa, what's happening here? (laughs) Yeah. And I, I don't even have, uh, I have no issues with that too, because I think it's, it's good. It's encouraging to see that. Um, But it is your expectations shift throughout an episode, as opposed Mm -hmm. to when you're sitting down to watch like, um, older ROH where you know right. exactly what it was or, you know, modern day AEW or WWE. So, mm-hmm. uh, but, but nothing outstandingly wrong with it. I always love seeing wrestlers progress and get better. So I will take it. AEW dark. We miss you old friend. That's what this, that's what this is. is there's no more AEW dark. So they have to have this somewhere and ROH is the somewhere, but like ROH shit. is the somewhere right now. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see what happens uh, after the collision roster gets clarified because it mm-hmm. feels like I've keep kept extending the timeline of what has felt like it was reasonable. Yeah. But when we've seen tapings and collision and ROH are going to be taping together, mm-hmm. we've seen a little more crossover than is comfortable. Now we also yes. have like Stokely Hathaway's down there now, right? We have um a board of directors like it, it feels like we're we're inching closer to that clarity so mm-hmm. i'm hoping we finally get that but it, yeah and i'm hoping with having nervous. yeah i'm hoping with the second show with collision that with wrestlers being able to be on both sides we won't get so much to that oh hey this person's back there send them to the roh show because they'll have something to do but it all it still could lead to that like well, we're here. We got Ring of Honor after. Who should we put on? Oh, there's Chuck. There's Trent. Put them on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's always so. best friends too, man. They're good. Every time, give them a shot, man. <laughs> we never are mad at it because it's the best friends and it always well, works. But it's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but that you can't listen. You can't lean into it just because it always works. That's unfair. That's unfair to wrestling fans of you knowing that little secret. That's true. Know? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> very true points are being made it's it's what we do here reg we make Mm -hmm. points Mm -hmm. we make points and we move along quickly to a nice little tag match that we got here i had been asking for a long time for my iron savages to be on roh or television one or the Mm -hmm. other uh Mm -hmm. they're with jacked jameson who i was not familiar with before tonight Mm -hmm really fun stuff here yes. i liked this guy he was out of his mind in a good way uh and tracy williams and rhett titus nice to mm-hmm. see them back in the mix we got some old themes but i like the way the iron savages are being built i mm-hmm. always f- the iron savages name i'm like but they're bear country but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah <I laughs> like they're it. bear country though but mm-hmm. um it, it feels like they're being built up to to be contenders at some point. Like they're yes. they're on a track, which is something mm-hmm. that I was asking for them desperately for the pro wrestling podcast. Sending a donation here. This guy is awesome. Appreciate um, it. Not only because CM Punk is like his bestie and comments on all his stuff, but just a really good dude whose birthday it is today. So happy hey, birthday, happy David. birthday! But, um, hey, send us a CM Punk scoop in the chat real quick, man. Yeah, happy birthday to you. Or just, you know what, make something up. That seems to be the Yeah, thing. that'll also work, too. Be like, yo, well, CM Punk told me to tell you guys this. That I mean, it works. Here's what you do. All right. Pro Wrestling Podcast, David. 
you just drop a scoop that isn't true to get yes. yourself over and Ooh. us over right before collision. See? Oh my God. Come, come on. It's so easy too. You can legit say anything. You right can just now, say anything. And it'll gain traction. Everybody will be like, oh my God, did you hear what the CM Punk said to his friend that said this on this podcast mm -hmm. that didn't have anything to do with them? Yeah, I totally heard it. It's true. That's it. It's 100% <laughs> true. I just say unconfirmed because then you can just say literally. Yeah, you'll be I like, "Well, it was, it was never confirmed." Yeah, easy as that. I mean, easy that's basically that. what we got about Dan Hazen not having nipples, right? But uh, that guy is a really good dude. Just the right attitude about wrestling too. It takes mm -hmm. takes wrestling seriously, but not himself too seriously, or like he's not a fucking nerd about it. So. <laughs> if Reg is like, "Don't call it cinema," he's not going to be like, "Eh." Like it's fine. Like, why are you, you know, challenging? Let people have fun. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's, he's gonna call up CM Punk right now. So this is perfect. oh sweet. Yeah, we'll just wait if a few minutes. If you're just tuning in, thing. We're in. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just tuning in right now, stay on the line because CM Punk is gonna be calling into this show through the Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are out scooping uh, Sports Center, where Sports Illustrated, wherever this interview is dropping tomorrow, they are getting out scooped. Right here right on the ROH Post Show. I don't know how we stumbled into this, but we're now here. So everybody stay tuned for this big scoop. We are now a CM Punk Colin show. <laughs> <laughs> Things have really taken a turn. They have really. They really did. Let's get back on track, okay? Mm -hmm. We'll keep CM Punk on hold for a little bit. We've got yeah. the elevator music playing. He's hanging out. Mm -hmm. He's holding on. But the Iron Savages were not holding on here, all no. right? We got a nice electric chair splash. I think it's called the Boulder Drop. Uh, mm -hmm. for the Iron Savages win. Man, there was a really nice boss man slam into a sidewalk slam at the same mm -hmm. time situation that was going on in this that I thought was a whole bunch of fun. This was a great match. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited to see Rhett Titus and Tracy together. I miss Jonathan Gresham. Ugh. Every time. It never fails. Yeah. I know. It just it it hurts. Fails. As soon as they come out for the entrance, I'm like, man. Something's <laughs> missing here. So we'll see what happens at the end of his contract. You know, I, th I think yeah. those impact six month contracts can be really helpful at, at times. Yeah, and totally. I think hopefully they're on better terms. So we'll, we'll see. But uh, what did you think of the match we got tonight? And how are you feeling about the iron savages? Are you bought into them? Like I am. Yes. And I feel the opposite of you. I'm glad, I'm glad bear country is out. I like them as okay. iron savages. I think it gives them it. They came back like some savages and, uh, but even before that, they've always been one of those like just really gritty, dope tag teams. And I think the tag team division has is going headed in the right direction. If anybody saw those digital videos they posted while Ring of Honor was on the air, Stokely Hathaway was out there willing and dealing with the kingdom and the infantry and the kingdom saying they should be the Ring of Honor tag team champions, which I kind of agree with them. They were making some points saying that where are the tag team champions at anyway, big dog questions. We're always asking all of us are, are, are wondering about this. So uh, seeing tag teams like the Iron Savages, uh, Rhett and Hot Sauce, uh, seeing, uh, you know, the kingdom and the infantry and everything that's going to be established in this ring of honor tag team division. When we actually get the tag team titles on the show is going to be very exciting. I just don't know when that ever is going to be. They didn't Penta or Phoenix weren't anywhere to be found today on this ring of honor show. So where are they at? I wonder if Ray Phoenix is just still in the air somewhere. Like he just, uh, I, I, yeah, that's that, that could be know. a thing. So off the top rope, and it's like, okay, we'll see you four weeks from now. Let's, you but know, not together. Oh, yeah, they actually did team together for 
an R- a match last night, but not for the tag team championships. That is correct. We got a uh, lovely chat from Shane Monster, who's always so supportive to us, saying, "Hey Kate, hey Clam Digger Wrench, mm. started therapy this week. Good for you, man. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hope everyone is a good headspace and happy. It's ROH day, baby. I'm in a great mm-hmm. headspace. Uh, my screen just went blank. There we go. Still complete, mm-hmm. aka regular sized check. Mm-hmm. Digital promos with the Infantry and Kingdom should have been on ROH." Um, first of all, congratulations for starting therapy. I think in addition to pride month, it's men's mental health awareness month. And, um, if you look at the stats of like people who have lost their lives to mental health, the, it's very clear that like men have an uphill challenge and that the Mm -hmm. stigma is very real. So good for you for taking care of yourself, make yourself a priority. You don't always have to wait till it gets to a breaking point either. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just got to maintain Sometimes you just need a damn hour to talk about yourself in this world. All Seriously. right. Seriously. breathing. Room Even if you think world. you got your back all the time, sometimes you don't like you just need an hour to be like, and I did this and then I did this too. And then I did another thing. Cause sometimes, you know, you spend a lot of your time hearing other people's problems. So honestly, shout out to you, shame. They tell a lot of people, uh, a lot of men are told like not to express their feelings, hold all these things inside, not do these things. So, for you to take that step is huge. And if any other guys are thinking about it, like seriously, really think about it. I've been hearing a lot about that. People in Super Chats this month saying they either started therapy or continuing therapy. And it's just Hell so yeah. great to hear, man. We need it. It's crazy out here. It is. You cannot keep all these thoughts inside Ooh. your brain. You got to get them out. <laughs> you got to get them out. Existing is exhausting. And mm. if you're on wrestling Twitter, God bless you. It's even worse. But uh to the second half of your chat yeah my therapist would just be like dude shut that app off it's easy (laughs) what you're gonna want to do is you're gonna see the deactivate button yes all right click it uh really the wrestling aspect of this is is interesting because i do feel as though the infantry and kingdom segment should probably have been on this broadcast especially because they're not beholden to uh, any TV time, right? True. So you could just edit this back in. However, yeah. the ROH social brand could use some juice. So I don't hate the idea of yes. doing these not on the show. I think mm-hmm. you could potentially do both, but I think it's good to try and, and stir some love up. I don't think right. showing Maria Canellis has ever made anyone be like, I don't want to tune into that at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of um, feel the same way. Maybe yeah. just do a, a drop at the same time or something, because like it, there there needs to be. It, you're exactly right. Like the ROH social media needs more. They need people to get get people watching. But like also, they're correct. Like this would have been just fine on the T. It's like two minutes each. Like this four minutes would have helped this TV show and the tag team division and everybody involved. Yeah, and I I think the kingdoms, especially because you and I have said it week over week, it kind of feels like they're the tag team champions. They're Mm -hmm. the ones that are here putting on matches every week. They feel important in the presentation. They sound important in their promos. They feel like a really important piece of this. Mm -hmm. So I feel like pointing out that the tag team champs aren't here and kind of leaning into that would be good. And yeah, uh, the manipulation that they were trying to play with Stokely, who could be very manipulative, like that's Mm -hmm. a that's a fun little game. So. I dig that, mm-hmm. but we'll move right along here. Thank you guys so much for the chats. We appreciate yeah, you. Cool. Um, 
I'm gonna save Ronald. I'm gonna save your chat till a little bit later because there's I wanna I wanna call out Eddie Kingston partner in the G1 and mm-hmm. how he came back to AEW yesterday. But for now, we're gonna move along to Diamante versus Teal Piper. The, mm-hmm. Um, the Piper Bloodline continuing here, which here is pretty go. cool. Super cool. Uh, I think I've seen her more on NWA for sure. I can't remember yeah. if she was on on Dark as well or not. But uh, this was. Kind of the the Diamante show. I, I, mm. I'm I'm not mad about it either. I I feel like it's really really awesome to see her consistently on a track. Feels like our women's division is is really taking shape here. We mm. get her winning with a submission by referee stoppage. Commentary doing a really good job of putting over what a badass she was was really fun. I loved Caprice being like, I heard those gunshots and I was hiding under the table. Like <laughs> so much fun. Yes. Um, I, and I think eventually they're both working heel, but because mm-hmm. ROH is a little bit better at mixing stuff up, I, I think you could very easily work yourself into a Diamante Athena program at some totally. point, probably not as a title switch, but something, something, there's something there. Cause those ladies mm-hmm. hit hard, but mm-hmm. Teal Piper looking just perfectly fine here, perfectly serviceable, but this was Diamante's for the taking. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was cool. Super cool seeing, uh, the daughter of Rowdy Rowdy Piper here in the flesh. I, I, there's always kind of this thing. AEW likes this. Uh, if you're introduced to a character, they like to kind of have them take a loss or something like that. So, like, I, I don't think it's anything against her. She looked great in there against Diamante. But, yeah, this is the Diamante show. As uh, when we were thinking about who's going to be the people to be next in line for Athena, uh, Diamante was very high on the list because we know what she's capable of. And uh, it's interesting choice that, you know, right now Athena's in a feud with Kiris because, you know, the connection to Diamante. Could she be the next one after this? What's going on here? What a great story that's being told. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for Diamante. There's been a couple of wins for her in a row these last couple of weeks of Ring of Honor TV. Great to see uh, an emphasis on her and some other women that we're going to talk about here very soon on this program. Oh, so, mm-hmm. so excited to talk about where your head's at because my head mm-hmm. is there too. But mm-hmm. I agree with this with Diamante. And the other thing is, you know, I, I think they were probably thinking they were going to have Willow around for this. And yeah. not only was she in AEW world, but she won the new japan strong title kind of mm-hmm. not on a fluke but on an injury you know that yep. wasn't the plan so i my guess is willow's probably getting pulled in in other directions mm-hmm. even though diamante seems to be working heel right now um I, I think a fan favorite someone else that's kind of a staple a seasoned veteran that you know is going to be there reliably reliably like they might have been thinking willow would be is a really really good move. I'm just gonna yep. pull this up because it makes me happy when people take care of themselves. So, mm-hmm. uh, Voodoo Child, awesome, awesome that you went back and it's really helping you out. I feel That's like anytime awesome. I leave therapy, I'm like, that was dumb. Why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Just stay mm-hmm. in therapy, Kate. So mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> Look, these guys are giving encouraging things to you. Like Hell it's yeah. good to be back. Feels good to be home. Great. Thanks for you guys for expressing that. You know what I mean? Like. Not only going back, but even just telling people you're in there feels like a thing, I'm sure, you know? Big time. Big time. It's a therapy is a weird one because it's so vulnerable that when other people give themselves permission to go, I feel like it gives you permission to go in some way. So very Mm -hmm. cool. And I can't even imagine for the fellas because that Mm. is supposed to uh, that stigma is is that you're supposed to keep it in is not great. Mm -mm. Not great. But we move along from. 
taking care of our mental health to taking care of our physical self with this Tony Nice promo. Wow. Yeah. We get him and Josh Woods. There's a lot happening. It Mm -hmm. was chaotic. Mm -hmm. I hated it in the beginning. And then I loved it. (laughs) I don't know what happened. (laughs) I guess starting, you're like, I hate this so much. What's going on here? What is going on? It was, it's kind of that thing of like, you hear a joke once. And you're like, oh, haha. And then you hear mm-hmm. it like a few times and you're like, all right, enough. And then when you hear it a hundred times, you're like, okay, this is hysterical. You got me. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I was at with this Tony Nese promo. They're talking about um, how they're in peak physical condition. And the reason they never get any respect is because they're not relatable because they're never going to be like the fat slobs of Florida. This is when it started to turn was when they were like, we're going to help you be more like us. And they tried to bring mm-hmm. them through an exercise program. Tony needs to just fine with this, but Josh Woods with his little his little conditioning bands and mm-hmm. his goofy ass smile was killing me. I mm-hmm. loved it. Um, and they get interrupted by not the Spanish announce table. I'm sorry, <laughs> I think of it every time. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, mm-hmm. But we get Serpentico with the Spanish mm-hmm. announce program. Uh, Tony mm-hmm. needs defeating Serpentico with a nasty running knee in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get a fitness seminar and a quick little match here. Any any thoughts on this? This felt like it was not necessarily like, oh, the most important programming on the show, but also felt harmless and kind of fun for me. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yeah, I'd like to see Tony Nese get more. I've always been a big fan of Tony Nese, and, you know, for him to show a little bit of personality in this promo, also great to see Josh Woods. I think they're both super talented guys. So, yeah, I could never be mad at them getting a shot, getting some time, and getting a win because usually every time we see those guys, they're looking up at the lights. <laughs> it is true, and they're a really good tag team, especially mm-hmm. like, man, I was I was booking my Zack Sabre Jr. tour. I'm going to make it a Grateful Dead tour, okay? I don't want it to yeah. end. I'm going to follow it everywhere. No, just keep going. 
Mm-hmm. Give me Zach Sabre Jr. and Josh Woods. Yeah, book it. Give me it under pure rules. That could care. be in Ring of Honor like next week, Kate. Like yeah. that's an easy one. I'm not mad about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad about that. I am intrigued though to see because I've I've heard rumors, not from Will, so don't rumors. play that game. But I've rumors. heard other rumors mm-hmm. uh, of people that might be getting called up for for Collision. Mostly people that have had to jump from indie dates that I know of because they're working Saturdays now. Uh-huh. Um, I wonder. I wonder if the because this is a they're such a great tag team to work anybody and you can just up the level investment on them at any point i feel like Mm. like they're a very easy team to heat up because they are so good in the ring and the the gimmick and the character are so like uh, organic to wrestling like they're such wrestling characters that i totally i I could see them just moving on to collision i think josh Woods might have even tweeted something to that effect but um but yeah, I would like to see them do something other than be thrown out first in a battle royal because that's totally yeah. No, they deserve more than that. They're not just like little job guys. They're like really talented guys. And I yeah, I'd like to see them up there too. They could build a pretty dope tag division up there at Collision if they give it a chance. And I think they might be going to. So that's some pretty exciting news. It is. It is. I'm excited to see what collision brings not Mm. only to clarity for the roh roster but some of these talents that we've been seeing in roh like if they're already graduating up especially the ones that haven't necessarily needed development right the people that have been there to to anchor the program moving on and up i think could be great so guys get in those super chats and those humper chats we're going to take a moment to remind you to subscribe to fightful select as well we are up to six days of reviews ladies and gents and everybody else in between. Um, we've got a collision post show that is going to be so great. We've got the incredible Iridian, the amazing Cresta who's on uh, this show. The amazing Cresta sounds like a, a magician. The amazing Cresta. The amazing Cresta. <laughs> yes. Mad lib goddess Cresta star. Um, mm-hmm. She's going to be joining that. I'm so glad more people are going to get to learn about her because she's just so incredible. Yeah. And Rick and Chino too, uh, mm-hmm. a really, really well balanced show i think that's gonna be it's gonna be a whole heck of a lot of fun people are gonna like these new people to fight for sure for sure like if you haven't discovered these people after you watch this aw collision post show you're gonna grow to love them 100 and sean will be popping in there from time to time as well with mm-hmm. any information that he has he's also going to be popping up on the smackdown review and the smackdown rampage review is transitioning to just a smackdown review and rampage is going to be covered for a couple minutes, 10 minutes probably or so at the beginning of that collision post show. So Rampage is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, Rampage. Nice knowing you. It's a C-show, and it, it does feel like uh, waiting an extra hour to start the SmackDown review for a show mm-hmm. that, that doesn't have an emphasis on it just only makes me more tired so mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna scoot it along to collision but it'll be a nice little kind of aew rest of the programming packaging for you over there on saturdays but mm-hmm. uh tune in for that if you could su- subscribe to the the youtube channel as well we're, we're putting out more content there for subscribers mm-hmm. leaving a thumbs up on this video also very helpful Ding. Helps people find us in the algorithm, which the views went up by like a lot last time. So you guys did mm-hmm. some work for us and we appreciate that a ton. Fightful Select, 
you know they're gonna have breaking news coming out of a brand new show and with Always. forbidden door around the there's corner, gonna be right? so much on saturday night you're gonna be like what was going on back there because that's how much news they'll have that's it <laughs> that's it yeah so go ahead and subscribe but we are continuing on with our show we get uh miranda alizé and the notorious mm -hmm. mimi who it was great to see miranda yep. alizé taking the win here with the drive-by Notorious Mimi, a part of the Monster Factory documentary for Apple TV subscribers. If you're mm -hmm. familiar, if you're not familiar, one of the the better, I think, like shoot shows that have been done about wrestling, very well produced, um, follows her journey. She got signed by WWE and was unfortunately released, uh, but picking it right back up with the indies. Love seeing mm -hmm. her in ROH. I think in-ring is her, her strength. I thought she looked good here, but I'm loving Miranda Alizé, man. Like, yep. The Lucha baddie has all of the baddie in her. Like she mm -hmm. is, is so charismatic and God, the, the energy she brings to every second that she's in the ring is so much fun. Mm -hmm. Glad she's being staked down here as what feels like another pillar of the, the women's division here at ring of honor, shape it up really, really nicely. And I just, Oh yeah. Oh, I just, I love, it feels like she's just one of those people that the second she peeks out from behind the curtain, it's just like, it's on. Mm hmm from bell to bell and the curtain to curtain. I, I absolutely love it. Any thoughts on the match we got here tonight? Yeah, this was fun. This was the other match I was talking about when I was talking about Nick Camarado of like people that we've seen that are getting this opportunity and, and you know, getting to shine. It's really dope because the ROH women division is so strong and it feels like it's getting stronger. Like Athena's run is so strong and, and she, she's had so many great matches, but like, Everybody coming after her has started to look so great that I'm so excited to see, like, what's about to happen in this women's division? Who's going to be the one to dethrone Athena? Because there's a couple of women out here that have a strong case to be the ones. And Miranda Alizé coming in, she's had a couple of runs in Ring of Honor. We've seen her on the show before. She's establishing herself. Really great personality. I like her, uh, her in-ring style and just her you know, her charisma, I think, I think she's going to yeah. be really uh, a very high up there in the, in terms of women's ring of honor wrestlers very soon. So she's dope. Yeah. She's her presentation is really, really cool. She just mm -hmm. has, she's very sure of who she is as a yes. wrestler. And I, yes. I love that. I love mm -hmm. seeing that. It's an intangible as they say. <laughs> it's intangible. You're mm -hmm. an artist. You know how that is. Like mm -hmm. it, it takes a lot to find your, it does. takes a lot to figure out who the hell you are in this world. Never mind. Oh as an my artist. God. So. I was over 30 when I figured it out. So, I mean, it takes like some people are like, I'm 25. I can't figure I'm 28. I'm like, you still oh got God. so much time, dude. <laughs> it's so funny how I think about it. like in a rush. I was at 24. Now that I'm in my mid thirties, I'm like adorable. Yeah, adorable. No that, I that I thought I had anything. We always out. wonder why old people drive so slow. There's a reason, big dog. There you know it is. It you can take your time. Listen, we're just in the moment we're going we're going 60 into 55 and that's fine so that's fine. it why are you honking at me just go around dude <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> leave me alone dude i'm cruising alone. i'm go just in on. the moment mm. i love it yeah well i'll tell you who didn't have things figured out tonight oh boy we got dalton castle and the boys and yeah. Stu Grayson and the Righteous, mm -hmm. holy cow. There was a mm -hmm. spot in here that is 
a little scary. I hope Dalton yeah. Castle's okay, but Stu Grayson rammed Dalton Castle into the ring post, and holy mm. crap. Yeah. He hit hard. I, there were rumors mm. he got injured at the taping. I don't know if they've been confirmed, but if he did, very possible it was on that spot. We saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Stu Grayson and the Righteous and hitting a, a triple team finisher here. Uh, really a good match and i'm really liking the story he's still with them kate i thought this was a phase this isn't a phase he is still with them however Mm. doesn't have their gear yet if you didn't notice like i I think there's there's still hesitations like last week we got the the finish where it felt like vincent might have overstepped his bounds a little bit Mm -hmm. and Stu grayson's in opposite colored gear as creepy dutch and his tongue his tongue and Vincent. Uh, we got a huge crucifix set up into the pendulum bomb on this. That was big, crazy, big, big, big <laughs> spot. But I also love the the offsetting here too of like these serious creepy dudes with Stu and the Righteous and Dalton and the boys who are so much fun. Like when right in the beginning when Dalton comes out and the cameraman's there, he's like, "It's the first time with the cameraman. You're doing a good job." I was howling. <laughs> Dalton Castle, still it. that guy, man. Still that he guy. Really is mm-hmm. like he's so entertaining. Uh, but this this was a a better match than I was expecting. I not that I had low expectations for it. I love both mm-hmm. of these teams, but this is kind of the paramount story in ROH right now, especially in, in the six man picture. And I I really really like where this is going. Get a dark interview. A dark interview. It was kind of a dark interview. It was, it was a little, yeah, I, I'd little, count it. Uh, yeah, a dark mm-hmm. order interview after. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, what did you think of this match? Uh, that big crucifix mom was crazy. They turned one of the boys into a big T, a big cross, and just <laughs> slammed him so high. That's such a huge bump. I'm just scared thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, like you're saying, this is probably the best story they've telling they're telling in Ring of Honor currently. They've been telling it for a while. They got me because I was just from the beginning. I've been like, Stu, what are you doing, dude? Like Super Smash Bros. I used to watch on PWG. Like this is wrong. Why? Why would you abandon your best friend like that? Your best friend's coming on. He's practically crying on the mic, saying you ha- you weren't. Da- he- they're not going to be down with you when you're down. Like what's going on here? Yeah. But also then Stu's just like such a great wrestler that when he's wrestled, you're like, I don't care whose friend he is. As long as he's in the ring <laughs> fighting somebody, this is awesome. Like, you guys just relax. Let's have Stu fight some more. He is just a phenomenal in-ring talent. I think this is so much fun. And the Dark Order interview that we get after this, leading to some interesting possibilities here. They mm-hmm. say that this hasn't been violent enough, basically, and they want to get nuts with the righteous. I love this. I'm wondering if we're getting a fight without honor coming here, Reg. Ooh, and... I could see it. Yeah. Johnny Hungy was pretty upset. Like that's a, that's a, the maddest I've seen him in a while, actually. He should be because mm-hmm. why has everyone got to leave the dark quarter? They're so nice and fun. They did look pretty lonely in that interview. I'm just like, just the three of you guys just like, man, y'all used to have a big clan. Like it's over with. And it feels like that's where they're at too. And I that mm-hmm. I really, really like. And I'm wondering yeah. if this fight without honor is where we get Stu either flipping back or going out on his own. Cause it it feels like a blow off like that when it's like for your friend, mm-hmm. the baby faces should come out of that with something. Right. Um, so I'm I'm intrigued to see where it goes, but I, I'm also having a hard time with this in a in a good way because 
kind of like Stu Grayson with the righteous. Like I'm, I'm bought in. It, it fits. It works. Think about this, Kate. They do the fight without honor, and if the Dark Order loses, they have to join the righteous. <gasps> I like huh? where your head's at. Huh? I like huh? where your head's at. Huh? Huh? I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. We'll see what is. Then they go heal, and we're like, like "Oh, because remember when they were healing AEW? It was like these guys are kind of creepy. If they get back to that creepy thing, huh? that could be really, really fun. Especially because you're right. Like in the beginning, I was not into them, and when they started doing those vignettes, I mean, my Wednesday mm-hmm. podcast is called the Mark Order, not yeah. John Feifel, but like we—that's <laughs> when we got into it. Was mm-hmm. like those moments. So, oh, I like that. I like that idea, mm-hmm. but there's nothing I like more than Athena, except when Athena is with Trisha Dora. Because ah, holy wow, hell, you just read my brain. Look at that. Talk about <laughs> it. I feel like I mean Trisha Dora's been at New Japan Academy for what ten minutes, and I feel yeah. like it's already made a difference. Like it has seriously. Shit. I I didn't expect it to like come to fruition so quickly it's like when was that that new japan show because like it's been like even just saying it it's like damn that's good but then you see her and you're like wow like this if i was going for wrestling training i'd be like i need to look into this because everybody that gets down in this dojo is crazy my god even from the second she walked out i was like oh she's carrying herself like Mm -hmm. and not that she had a lack of confidence before what i loved Mm -hmm. about her was her presentation but there's just like another level i loved commentary talking about the shibata influence tonight Mm because you could kind of see it um and this was a very different match for athena too and i loved how smart trisha dora looks especially early on here this Mm -hmm. is great like she let Athena waste all the time in the world because she's just got to last 10 minutes. Yep. She wasn't being a coward about it. She was just letting Athena be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. I kind of bit. I'm not going to lie. I was like, she's going to go the distance, I think. Like the I proving so ground distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of wish she had. I understand why she didn't, especially if mm-hmm. she's still training. Um, But for me, I'm kind of like, it's got to be be trisha dora to dethrone her right now like in in my head after tonight i'm i'm on that path where i'm like it's gotta be her i thought this match was so well agented and produced and executed by both of the ladies but ultimately awesome. athena winning with the o face she moves to 26 and oh already i mean that is a fighting champion 26 and oh we've had i think 17 episodes of ring of honor <laughs> after yeah. the new so that's just incredible to me um but what did you think of this match i, I was in love with it and i mm-hmm. i feel like you can see the difference in trisha door already man yes yeah, so many great things about this just like you're saying trisha dora is like transforming before i she already was tremendous like she was number one on the black wrestling 500 before all of this she is just always been tremendous but just these since she's been in this new japan dojo it's already a vast improvement of what already was a great pro wrestler carry herself even better than she is in there with athena looking like she belongs taking athena to the distance almost some something like it in athena's world it was to the distance but uh yeah that finish the o-face was just nasty anytime she brings it out i like that athena's been doing that though she hasn't hit it every week she finishes her matches with different moves almost every match 
it's a great way to uh you don't see a lot of wrestlers like that it's a great way to to change up the the it finishes on your matches but yeah these two women are amazing so many contenders in the women's ring of honor uh title chase are black women and it's just like cool thank you i don't know how we got here but why yeah keep bringing them on dude like this is amazing like wait all the great contenders are black women this is amazing Kira's here trish is here willow's around the champions it's like you guys like thank you but yeah trish is looking great athena's on a crazy run they're setting up some things with kira when she hit her with that uh, top of that trash can and the way that <laughs> yeah, you know, went down like a family guy character. Yeah. <laughs> <great>. <laughs> she really did. And we, we do get a nice post-match beat down here. I love Kira looking strong and looking really smart. She's being very yes. opportunistic mm-hmm. earlier in the night. We got Athena doing her best Kira Hogan impression, which actually <laughs> came from last week, but she has a, a good little Kira Hogan impression. This was a whole mess of fun. And, um, you know, I, as a white gal, I try not to speak on, on that too much, but it does, it feels like it's happened really organically. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like we went out of our way to get all this black talent on television. Right. It was like, no. we're just getting the best of the best. And a lot of them happen to be these kick-ass black women and that Great. rules to me. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. really, really, really good stuff. Uh, this Athena run is an absolute blast, an absolute blast. MVP. Guys, thank you so much for sticking around with us. We got the Impact Post Show coming up here shortly, but we got a couple more matches to talk about, including mm-hmm. what was my match of the night. But stay tuned for that Impact Post Show. You've got Cresta Star, who is going to be making her Collision Post Show debut this weekend. Collision. Uh, I heard that uh, Nick all just turned heel, and we've got some new wow. champions over at Impact World, so a lot to stick around and listen to but we got the work horsemen calling out ftr and we get mark briscoe and anthony henry and holy hell mm. mark briscoe winning with the j driller but anthony henry looked real damn good in this match this boy can go i mm. really need him versus gabriel kid mm-hmm. i don't know how we get there but like the way i've been watching new japan that's just a, a dream match that popped up into my brain tonight. This was my match of the night. This was just some hard-hitting, fun shit. As you alluded to earlier, we get Mark Briscoe talking to shit after, being like, mm-hmm. I'm coming for it. I'm making my own destiny. I don't care about Jeff Jarrett that much, all right? What I care about is that TV <laughs> title, because nobody cares about Jeff Jarrett that much. I refuse to believe that that's the case. Commentary but- tried hard. They were like, tomorrow, watch Jeff Jarrett. Don't forget about Jeff Jarrett. Mark Briscoe has a match with Jeff Jarrett tomorrow. And we're like, all right, dude, we get it. And I was like, oh, it. no, I don't review Rampage anymore. Oh, darn. Oh, I'm so sad about that. But I adored this match. Such uh, yeah. good stuff. Any any thoughts here? I understand why this was your match of the night, though, because these two guys were fighting. Anthony Henry, I think, in all of his singles matches that he's had in Ring of Honor so far, has been he's had a lot of great showings. He showed exactly what that is. I love the work horseman pairing as a team. And Mark Briscoe, I think they, they made a, a point to say that he's won all of his matches with the J driller ever since, you know, the things happened with Jay and he's put an emphasis on wanting to ring, win the ring of honor television championship. He's lit a different fire under him. He's wrestling. Uh, his saying is still Mark Briscoe, but there's a little extra intensity on it. And tonight was extra that, there was a lot of very hard-hitting, interesting spots in this match. Anthony Henry hitting a reverse suplex and, and on on 
Mark and Mark just using his will, his it's power and everything he has as a Briscoe brother to get this victory and then to talk that shit to Samoa Joe say, I'm coming for you, bro. I loved it. Well, you can't be the only Beautiful. one to use a will around here. You know what I mean? So I got to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but okay. to your mm-hmm. point, to your point about uh, the stylistic changes, uh, when you were out, actually, Kyle K. Sparks, who filled in for you, mentioned the same thing, that he felt mm-hmm. like Mark is incorporating some of, of Jay's best traits into his work yeah. as a solos competitor. And what a beautiful mm-hmm. tribute that is. So um, we got a super chat from Meet Norma saying, Willow Nyla is a natural disasters New Day face tag team where they're funny and charming, but also beat that ass wood. Butter my muffin. Toodles. Uh, I like I've it. been, I, I don't hate it. I, I If they had an actual division, I'd be in on it because I yeah. think Willow is is a star in the making in front of our eyes right now. But I've been calling for a Nyla face turn for a while just because her personality is so incredible. Need it. On, a, on that little duo or a Nyla face turn at all? Uh yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way that you did. If they had a tag team division, yeah, but just putting them on a tag team to not have wrestle anywhere, no, I'm not interested in it. Let Willow be the new Japan strong women's champion, defend that. But Anila face turn would be tough. She's been faced to me for a long time. I don't really get it anyways. Like Nyla's just funny to me, so I can't boo Nyla. Would that be weird? No. She's hysterical. She's hysterical. Mm-hmm. And I, I would like to see her move on from the I'm the new champion's first contender to lose yeah. role. Yeah. The Lance Archer female equivalent role. I don't know uh, why they got Nyla in this role, but yes. I know. I know. <laughs> but mm-hmm. we got some more love to to circle back on the uh TK and Stokely Athena versus Hogan Street fight mm-hmm. announcement, which I completely forgot to mention. We're getting yep. a Chicago street fight, which is gonna be so much fun there. The enormous thing. You would think that. It would be Camarado or the Iron Savages, but Athena and Trish was the sirloin beef match of the night. Seriously, they were throwing Athena. throwing some uh, meat in there. Hell sure. yeah! Mm-hmm. Give Athena something for Forbidden Door. Uh, yeah, I I would love to see that. I would mm. love to see that. You could run Athena and Willow back for that New Japan Strong Title. Could be a whole yeah. bunch of fun. Mm. Matthew Hook saying the same thing. The Chicago Street Fight's going to be fire. I agree. Yeah, I it's going to be dope. Couple more matches to work our way through, including this really great uh, pure match that we get with Daniel mm. Garcia and New Japan uh, talent, the DKC. Good stuff. I loved mm. the way Garcia was just advancing the Shibata program without Shibata being there. Like him yeah. beating a student and mocking the champion throughout this. This was a whole bunch of fun, but uh, we get. Daniel winning with the Dragon Slayer, and we got a really nice uh, float over into a code breaker to, to set that up. A, a, mm-hmm. a beautiful match. Love pure matches. Uh, we also get uh, Daddy Magic on commentary, which popped me tremendously when he sat down and said, when you think of pure matches, you think of Daddy Magic. He's killing me. <laughs> was killing me. He's going to use yeah. no rope breaks, like just mm-hmm. phenomenal stuff here. But really, really enjoyed this match as well. I, I said last time, I think, like, hey, someone other than Daniel Garcia or Wheeler Yuta to hold the title would be cool, but be cool. I don't, it's not, I'm, I'm not sick of seeing Daniel Garcia wrestling under no. pure rules. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Your thoughts on this match? Yeah, I kind of hate that they are the only two contenders. I'd like to see some other people come up and challenge uh, 
fill that division up. And I feel like they have a lot of talented people to do that. But I mean, if we're going to get this, Daniel Garcia is the perfect person to do it. Him coming out doing a smug little dance, being a little jerk is just like every time it's like that damn Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Very funny guy. Uh, this is a fun match. I'd love to see him versus Shibata again. I don't know if they should run it at the pay-per-view because I feel like they ran that at a pay-per-view before, maybe even in the last depth before, before Dishonor. I can't even really remember, honestly, but um, Daniel Garcia, he's cool. I think that uh, it's good to see him on Ring of Honor. Uh, what did you think about them having this one match that was shot in whatever arena? It looks like they were in Denver as opposed to all the rest of the matches were in the studio. Was that kind of weird? It was so weird. It just, uh, <laughs> like, why'd they do that? It's just like if I did 90% of this podcast with this setting and then yeah, right. for another one, I had normal internet and like a black wall, it would just be weird. Like, I <laughs> it would be weird. You'd be like, well, why during like 10 seconds of Kate's thing did it just switch to a completely different thing? I don't get I mean, you yeah. can do whatever you want. It's a, fail- a tape TV show, but it was just weird. Yeah, that was a definitely an odd one. I'm intrigued to see if they do this at Forbidden Door because you you very well could with Shibata there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I will also always pop for you're a wrestler chance like that just yeah that absolutely kills me. And it but drives them crazy. I, I think we're maybe getting away from the Jericho Appreciation Society, which I've been I asking thought. for for a long mm-hmm. time. So mm-hmm. let Danny Garcia be a wrestler. Let him be a pure wrestler. I'm okay with it, but. We move on quickly to Sky Blue and Viva Vaughn, who mm-hmm. I was only uh, kind of cursely familiar with. Like, I, I mm-hmm. hadn't seen a lot of her, but she has a nice reputation on the, the indie. She looked good here. No yeah. surprise, Sky Blue getting the win with the, the Skyfall, but she continues to improve week over week, man. Like, she's mm-hmm. not my favorite from a character standpoint, but always love seeing the in-ring development. Any thoughts on this? Uh, good for Sky Blue. I thought all the women's matches tonight were great showcases, establishing some future stars in the women's division. Sky Blue has been, you know, in a lot of great, but just had a really good match against Tony Storm. She's always has, she's like one of the most busiest AEW women's wrestlers there is. Like, she's always on TV. She's on every show all the time. It's like, I see what y'all are doing with Sky Blue, but you guys do also have some other women there. Not just Nyla, the 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 title challenge ruiner. Uh, there's other people there. <laughs> But great to see four women's matches on this show. Super fun. I liked it. Really cool. I felt like I was so excited when we had two and then three became the standard and now we got four. Like, four. just cool. Just cool Pretty to have happen. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, Sky Blue gets her spots because she might light people on fire otherwise, which we, we don't That's need. True. You know, we found That's that true. out. But move along to the main event, which was mm-hmm. a really strong main event. Your match of the night, which I thought was a, yep. a very fair assessment. Very fair mm-hmm. assessment. The Embassy, Brian Cage, Khan, and Toliona versus uh, AR Fox, Action Andretti, and Darius Martin. Prince Nana, of course, at ringside for this as well. A really, really fun match. This is the most Brian Cage has looked like ever, like comfort wise and his mm-hmm. gimmick wise. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. happy for the guy because I, I think there's something special there, and they're finally tapping into it. Agreed. Good stuff. What did, what do you think of our main here? Uh, I really liked uh, the showcase that Action Andretti, Darius, and AR Fox put on. I thought they got to get that spot foo all the way in. And luckily, <laughs> if you have Brian Cage on the other side, you're going to get somebody else who likes spot foo. Khan and Toa looked like uh, action figures like they always do. They look scary. 
all their uh, moves. Uh, Toa's Samoan drop is crazy. Khan just looks like a fucking Greek god or something amazing. <laughs> just on the apron looking badass. I'm just like, I can't look at this guy. He's like too much. It makes my eyes hurt because I, I won't ever look like that. So why did this guy get to look like that? This is some bullshit. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I feel that way about a lot of ladies in wrestling. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> it happens. Best part about this was that the trios uh, ROH six man championships were defended on this show. Let's keep it up. Let's do it again next week. Let's do it again the week after. Let's establish some more six man uh, teams. Let's keep this going. Very fun match. Great way to end the show. Um, very good Ring of Honor show. It was Caden C saying, did y'all hear a raspy voice cheering for the embassy? Uh, we did not hear mm-hmm. any one particular raspy voice, but mm-hmm. I'm glad you got to make it to these tapings. That rules. And we are going to go ahead and bring on our impact crew. But as we do that, we did have a final super chat from Ronald Hollick saying, Hey, Kate and Reg, who do you see challenging Claudio at death before dishonor? Mm-hmm. I suspect Eddie after dynamite. However, his G one dates might conflict. That's kind of where I was at, too. Um, I don't know what the G1 schedule will do with Eddie. I know he's facing Shingo in the opener and that that block C grouping. But um, there's a couple ways you could go. I would love to see an internal feud with Takeshita. I think that would be Mm -hmm. a really, really fun way to go because their Battle of the Belts one was so much fun. But any thoughts on this? It doesn't feel like they've built up any contenders on the show, which is kind of crazy. Like, how many singles men's wrestlers are even like, oh, that guy could be the next guy besides Eddie Kingston. I legit can't even in my brain think of one. That was the first thing I thought when he came and attacked Claudio last night. Like, oh, it's going to be Eddie Kingston. But, yeah, he's going to be gone for the G1. So I honestly have no idea. I'm very shocked and surprised. I'm hoping to see where they go with this. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's going to be like an open challenge of some sort or Possibly. or what we're going to get from it. But mm-hmm. I think, man, if if Stu makes his way there, if like a fight without honor means he's not with anybody, Stu versus Claudio is a dream match for me. But we'll see if we get any new champions. I know one Thursday night wrestling program that has a couple new champions to talk about. Holy heck. Cresta, you look so beautiful tonight. How are you, darling? Had to switch it up on the hose. Now wow, go look at Cresta. <laughs> I want to go see I came my on this show and she's had a mustache scared. before, so this is a big change from, Listen, from you. Listen, you can be glamorous and giggles, too. It's true. It's and true. congrats on you and your show debuting this Saturday. We talked about it. Collision post-show. That shit's going to be dope. Y'all are going to want to tune into that. Subscribe. Set your alarms. Daylight savings time is something to do with it. I don't know. Make sure you catch the show, all right? I am so excited to talk about CM Punk, and I know people are so sick of hearing him, but at this mm. point, I'm ready for the ride. Marvel versus Capcom, take me for a ride. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Whether he shows up or not, I know it's going to be some fantastic heel work, and I cannot wait. And he's with FTR. <laughs> mm. So, you guys, the most shocking uh, thing of the week by far the new Impact World Champion is Alex Shelley. When I saw, I, I was at a show and I saw the graphic at like while I was at the show and was like, what? I, like, I didn't have any idea. Were you guys as shocked? Did you guys have any idea that this was going to happen? So, no. Let me pull the curtain back on our post show. 
at like 10 o'clock Eastern, I text Cresta and I'm just like, I'm tired. Let's get in and out on this stupid show. It's been fun. <laughs> like, show is fine. Saban won. Cool. Shit's gone down. It's fine. And then Alex Shelley wins, and we're just like, all right, I'm wired. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, me during the main event is like, all right, okay. Your new event. No, just a second. I felt like Judge mm-hmm. Judy, like, wait a minute. Let me write this down. Hold on. Wait a I'm still shocked. That's crazy. It. Even more so is like we went into that post show being like, no, nah, they're going to pull a fast one. Mackin's going to win it back somehow, yada, mm-hmm. yada. And then tonight, Nick Aldis kind of effectively turned heel. And you've got Macklin versus Shelly happening in Wagga Wagga in, in Australia at the end of July. Or the end of yeah, July. No, end of June. End of June. Uh, so mm. that could still impact, no pun intended, the anniversary. Hey. So who knows? Like, there's a lot of really cool stuff in the waters for them, but I have no idea where some of this is going to go leading into Slammiversary. I was really shocked because after all the buildup that they did, I think we spoke about this on the Against All Odds show, with all the buildup that they did for Macklin, and Mm. especially with Josh Alexander's reign, I assumed that this was going to be a longer reign than what it was. And when Shelly got the pin, it's not that I'm mad that Shelly got the pin. I mean, on the lowest of keys, you know, Joe Pearl got the sauce. That's what you get for threatening Joe Pearl. I don't know what to tell you. He got the sauce. Joe Pearl got the sauce. But on a... I like to get worked by the shoot brother. I'm like, wow, y'all really took it off of Macklin that fast. I could not believe it. I'm happy for Shelly, but I could not believe it. It was good, though. The match was great. The match was right. great. I just, I assumed, and that's what I get for assuming. Look, that's I'm true. a firm believer, and you don't have to have these long two-year reigns and all this. There could just be a champion that comes in for a month, gets his shit off, and then he's out of there. And, and that was the thing. Like, we we never thought that Macklin was going to be, like, another two-year reign or through the Josh Alexander reign, but... We thought it had a little bit more in it. Yeah. yeah. But I think maybe people like Scott Demore and whoever's doing creative kind of saw that Nick Aldis coming in and potentially winning the Impact title wasn't going to make fans happy. So they said, well, maybe if we are going to give Aldis a title, let's make it a big turn heel turn and mm-hmm. make, you know, make people make people hate that they have to watch this in a good way. Right. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think there's some there was a lot of sincere love for Steve Macklin and mm-hmm. and what happened there and the story that they were building out with Alexander that they never got to fully tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we do have a chat just just says Cresta from the birthday boy at the Pro Wrestling Podcast. Ah, hap- awesome. oh wait 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 where's my microphone? Hold on, Mr. President, I can't find it. Happy birthday! <laughs> hey. oh. oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it with no facial hair and sultry sultry happy birthday renditions but we're gonna get out of here we're gonna let you talk some impact uh we appreciate you guys being patient as the past couple yes. weeks have gone a little Thank bit longer so but they are full blame tony khan. of our yeah blame tony khan and will osprey for all of the work he's been doing uh but Bill birmingham <laughs> Not Bill Birmingham. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that damn Bill Birmingham will never get it right. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me get out of here before I get in trouble. You guys yeah, have gonna, a wonderful post show. Have a great Thank post you. show, guys. Bye. Thank you all. Hey, real quick. Uh, so I, I, I said this elsewhere. We, we've had Cresta on the spotlight. We've had Rick Uccino on Fightful Select doing an interview there. 
Uh, for those who want to meet Iridian, who is the third member of the Collision Post show, uh, tomorrow on Fightful Overbooked on In the Weeds, that's going to be myself and Jeremy Lambert. And we're going to have Iridian on at 10.15 a.m. Eastern. So come and join us there. And uh, we'll have a good time. So that then you'll meet everybody from the Collision Post show. Everybody. Iridian's really cool. I had the pleasure of speaking with her last week. Her and Rick fantastic wrestling nerds do you like wrestling do you like to yuck yuck you'll find your people here <laughs> if you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes insomnia brain fog moodiness or weight gain you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging the experts at midi health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause and midi can help with safe effective fda approved solutions covered by insurance 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.